0: He's always want to know what the rest of them are doing, and he's many times want to know where his own or his Dick and what's the track, what's happening
1: He's a happy chap like I must say you no, know, I mean and, and you know, in himself most of the time, but if he has something to tell you, boy god will he just get it out there and you know, it'll just come out so fast that he'll have to say it three more times before you eventually get it.
0: Um, sometimes he likes farming. And sometimes he likes Ben 10 and Batman. He's a beautiful young He's very quiet and very, very homely, very nice, not because I'm
2: whatever I am, his grandfather, but he's, he's lovely, and his white hair is very unique.
0: He will be different, and he's different to every other child. And on Fridays, we get them these kind of crisps. They're yellow and they have the lumps on them like a flower, but they don't have the straight line down. They're just flowers.
2: They are O'Sheen's
0: special treat.
2: O'Sheen O'Neill lives in Mona near Ballymacoda, East Cork. He is eight years old. Grandparents, aunts, uncles, and cousins all live nearby. He lives with his mum, four siblings and his dad in the farmhouse where his nanny Kitty was born. It's painted a deep red and so you can always see it between the green fields, trees and cowsheds just as you can always find O'Sheen in a crowd because his hair is a white, white blonde.
0: My name is Ganya Mary O'Neill and I'm six years old. And there's six people in my family. There is my dad who's gone to work. Mommy, she's my name Osheen, Tara, Rory, and Fiona, her baby boy. Rory is going to be 5 in on Saturday. Tara is 3. Osheen's set I mean 8. Mommy is 37, Daddy is 38. I've no, don't touch no, that, don't
1: go because that is really, really hot, okay? But then why are you putting it, it so
0: next to me? Because
1: Mammy might want some of it. Can I put it next to, next to me, some of it? Yeah, because
0: it'll be very hot. Did you have what cheese already? Yeah. Yeah. Are you sure? I turned yeah.
3: into yeah. no. tiny bit of cheese so you can have some sweet potato and some cauliflower. Mm-hmm. Roisin, you're done then, okay, dude? That's enough
0: mm-hmm.
1: then. I suppose the way we were reared. At home, uh, in in our know, house, I think in house is probably much the same, that you just, whatever life throws you, you just get up and go again and uh, try and deal with things as they come to you. Um, no pain whinging and whining about it and looking for sympathy. You just, you know, no. If you get a kick in the ass, you either kick back or you just deal with it, one of the two. But um, I suppose the people you know... Other people we know at the time always seem to have; they all seem to have uh, perfect, healthy kids. And I suppose not for one second did we think that we would be any different. But uh, it happens, and it just happened to happen to us.
3: If anything, we had to be more honest with each other. And I remember telling me I was scared, and it seemed like a funny thing to say at the time. But I was scared, and I remember you were saying to me, "Yeah, it's it's a horrible feeling." So I realised he was scared, and we both realised we were both scared. Do you remember that? Sitting mm-hmm. on the couch.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. There was probably there was probably a pile of um, heart heart talking maybe at the time about something that we had never spoken about before. No. Before it was just the two of us, and all of a sudden we had an awful lot of talking to do about a little boy that we had.
0: He wants a car.
3: It's ironic in a way because I have five children and O'Sheen was the one pregnancy whereas where the pregnancy was perfect. I didn't gain too much weight, I just gained a nice little bump. You know, I looked well, I was happy, I was, you know, I wasn't overly tired, I was just nicely tired, I wasn't too sick, but I was sick enough. So people said, God, being sick is a good sign to me, the hormones are good and strong and scans were seemed everything. They said, yeah, everything's fine. So there was no hint at all in that in that pregnancy, and um, yeah, it was a what was termed as a perfect pregnancy. Yeah, my waters just broke, and now I know that the amount of water that broke was was not normal. But at the time, I just thought, oh, and it was a flood of water. Like waters broke, It was like a dam. Was it much water? And I said, oh yeah, an awful lot of water. She said, okay as an awful lot, and I even remember now the look of concern when I said an awful lot of water. So then the contractions started to come, and they started to come quite fast, and so she said, normally with the contractions coming that fast there should be a bit more movement with the baby, and there wasn't. But like that, nobody seemed to be concerned, and it was my first um, labour, so you know, every pain was like I was roaring, and I remember a midwife came in, and she started clapping her hands, and She said, and she said, the baby is in a bit of trouble, and you need to stop that noise and push. She said, the baby is depending on you to get it out, it won't come out on its own. And of course, then there was a bit of reality check, and I said, Okay, I have something to do here. And I did notice that there was a lot of midwives and there was a few doctors around. So they decided they'd have to put on a suction cap because I'd gone so far, but the, the baby wasn't helping itself out either. So they put on the suction cap and eventually
2: Oshin was born. At the moment of Oshin's conception, or soon after, cells moving in the darkness mingle to produce an embryo. All of Oshin's chromosomes are fine, except for one pair, chromosome 15, which is abnormal. Because of this, O'Sheen is born with a genetic disorder.
3: And when he was born, he was given straight to me. But again, my first baby, I didn't know much. But I did think that he looked an off colour. But of course, all the books tell you that he will be a funny colour. And but he never cried. <clears throat> so the nurse gave him to me. But as soon as she gave him to me, she took him. And she said, we just have to check him in." And I said, is something wrong? And she said, no, we just have to check him. She said, it was a very fast delivery for him as such. She said, he's a bit shaken by it. But she said, his heart is fine. And she said, we have an oxygen monitor on his toe. And she said, that's reading 100%.
2: So she said, that's fine. And I said, OK. So I took him away and they cleaned him and they gave him back to me. But he still hadn't cried. O'Sheen is born with low muscle tone. And so moving or feeding are hugely challenging to him. Medical textbooks call this failure to thrive. So they put him to my breast to feed, and there was nothing.
3: And he was so lifeless. But they kept saying, it's a fast birth. And she said, he'll come around, he's tired. And I remember in me, a fear gripped me. And I knew Ray was so thrilled to have a son, and I just didn't want to break that moment. Because I knew he was completely oblivious. Because he had never dealt with children. He had never, you know, he, he would... I don't know had he ever held nieces and nephews, he'd looked at babies, but he was so thrilled. And I knew in my heart I had a fear, but I said, just don't say anything.
1: And it, like that now again, I didn't have experience. If it happened now, after having maybe four or five kids, I would definitely have thought, God, something is drastically wrong here. But at the time, I didn't know any better. Um, just going in, obviously, I suppose I was off for a day or two when he was born, but I had to go back to work. And which meant that I was going up to the hospital every night to see bottom every evening after work I suppose as soon as I was finished or I'd go away early some days and um, I go to the hospital and see him and no, I suppose that things were not what they should have been and listening to Anton and she would have known that things definitely weren't right. She had an awful feeling I said that she knew something wasn't right. We didn't know what and uh, no one seemed to be kind of giving us any information
3: so they hooked him up to all these monitors again and then a paediatrician came around and um, he looked—he he, he just looked at him. He didn't pick him up or anything. And He said, he's a fine baby. He said, he's just tired. So he went out and I knew I had a decision to make in that split second. I either bury my head in the sand and like get through this couple of days and I'll be able to take him home or I do what's best for Oisin now and I grab that paediatrician and say, if you just pick him up, please. So I went to the door and I said, sorry, can you come back and just pick him up? And he said, sorry, because I know he was rushed and he thought, oh, first time mother. He said, pick him up. I said, yeah, if you just pick him up, I said, he's not like a regular baby. I said, his hands go back, his legs go back and his head flops all over the place. All babies' heads are floppy. I said, I know that, but I said, this is different. I said, he hasn't cried and I said, he hasn't fed. And I said, I just know. So he came back in and he picked him up and his hands fled back and his legs wobbled and his head bobbled and... He was like a rag doll. And he he did squeak then, and it was a squeak. It was... "Eh." And the doctor looked at me, and I looked at the doctor, and he said, yeah, there's something definitely wrong with that child.
2: Placed him back in the crib and walked out the door. Two weeks later, O'Sheen is diagnosed with Prada-Willi syndrome, a rare disorder with a collection of intellectual, emotional and practical difficulties. So it was really nice to spend some time at your school. Yes. And I liked your little classroom, you go in in the morning. That's yes. nice, isn't it, yes. with Miss Hickey? Yeah. you do some fun things, don't you? Yes. Can you tell me about those number blocks that you use to do your maths?
0: Um, um, you, I use them for counting, and I use them for, um, uh...
2: I do my matching. Um, Can you tell people about the camels? What are they and what do you do with them? I do. Um. Um. I. <coughs> it's a bit tricky this whole interviewing thing. Yeah. What we do is, we let's get up then. Should we get up and move about? Okay. So we get up and move about, and that'd be easier. Okay. Oh my goodness, you're ever so good at that. <laughs> I didn't know you were good at that. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. We're dancing, yes we are. <laughs> Is that one of your favourite things to do? Team four, they on, God,
0: on,
2: Eight years later and Anne is mother to five children as well as one of the managers of Father O'Neill's Camogie Club who today are playing an intermediate county final at Castle Road in Mahon. Father O'Neill's won the county final once before in 2003 but Anne wasn't involved because she was pregnant with O'Sheen. This time, her eldest son is here shouting. On, with the rest of the Ladies Bridge and Ballymacoda community.
0: We're 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 oh, perfect. Perfect. We lifted the
2: copper. Sanjilaje,
0: Fiona. Hey, ocean. We kids. we done. That was mighty,
3: wasn't this? Wasn't this? It's great. It's great. great. Prader-Willi syndrome is the deletion of chromosome 15. Part of Osheen's brain that tells him that he is full from eating and that he is satisfied doesn't work. So Osheen can and would overeat if he wasn't controlled. But not alone that, he also has the physical symptoms of his hungry. So you know yourself if you're hungry, you have a headache and you have a rumbly tummy and you're you're kind of tired and you just need to eat. osheen has that, but he could have that every ten minutes of every day. And his metabolism is slower. So Oshin's diet is really controlled and it's really small. Portions are small. He would have an intellectual disability. Now not not all people with Prada really do, but Oshin would. Um emotionally he'd be immature, more so than his peers. Like I noticed with Oshin's friends now they're all seven and they're they're boys about town and they're you know, they're into different things and they're hurling and they're football. Now Oshin loves all those. But he's at a, a more immature level. He's at five. And I suppose he has younger brothers and sisters in this house, so he fits in well here.
1: We don't get probably many opportunities like this to talk about it as such because any of our close friends would say would know what we're dealing with on a day-to-day basis anyway, and family. But there are so many people that you would meet him and they'd say, there's something wrong with you, your oldest fella. And we'd say, yeah, he's kind of has this condition. like, And they'd say, oh, yeah, yeah. And it's the gone. When we do start talking to somebody, we just blab on and blab on and the whole thing just comes straight out. Yeah. <laughs> because it is so unusual for somebody to actually ask and to go into detail. Maybe sometimes they don't want to go into detail about asking the questions. But it is nice to talk about it once in a while, like, isn't it? Yeah,
3: and some people don't mind to ask because they're afraid or will upset us. And it, it makes them feel awkward and it might upset the night. But there has been nights that we would be in restaurants, we'd be talking about it, and the waiter and waitress were saying, would they ever shut up so we can tidy up and go home? Because mm-hmm. there's many nights where the last people in the restaurant left.
1: Yeah. yeah, that happens all right, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, it's good to talk.
2: Low muscle tone, one of the symptoms of Prada Willy, means that O'Sheen struggles to keep up with his brothers, sisters and friends in ordinary things like running, climbing or playing football. So when O'Sheen manages to cycle all the way to his nanny kitties, it is a huge achievement. I'm just talking about O'Sheen and our
3: cycling episode. Like when I looked behind and I saw O'Sheen way at the back and the guys were in front and they were well in front and like they had stopped and waited but then had gone on and he still couldn't catch up. But he has such a huge can do spirit. Like, he was there, I'm trying, ma'am, and I'm, I'm doing good. And I said, Oh, you are, Oshin, you're fantastic. Like,
0: oh, Oshin cycled up himself, and do you know where the potholes are? I do. Oshin went through all of them with no help from daddy, so I'm oh. really proud. He, he fell off his bike and he didn't cry, and he keeps falling off his bike and he didn't cry. That's great. So and um, we all give it, when we got back to our concrete, we don't go down the big hill because that would be too So and um, we went then in there and then we all just left our bikes there and we waited until O'Sheen and then we, we gave him a big pool of us.
3: And it's at moments like that I realise what O'Sheen brings to our family. You know, I hope that his brothers and sisters will grow up with a sense of empathy. And Kindness.
2: We are ordinarily disordered in relation to food in the West. The Slorn 2007 report showed that 38% of the Irish population was overweight and a further 23% were obese. Chillingly, this tells us that the majority of people in Ireland have difficulty with managing food. Prader-Willi syndrome puts these statistics into stark relief because its food difficulties are not part of a culture of consumption but consequent to a genetic injury. Here are bodies fundamentally unable to experience being full. And whilst this is only one symptom among many... It is always this aspect of Prada Willy that appeals to sensational media coverage and tabloid and broadsheets alike are drawn to represent Prada Willy as a gothic horror of monstrous appetite. The boy who can't stop eating, The Independent. Windsor man addicted to eating, arrested for stealing food, Ottawa Citizen. Fat, furious and forever wanting food, The Wellington Dominion. It's hard to reconcile this with the slight, gentle boy who lives across the fields from me. But there is more to his story than meets the eye, and even his slenderness is a carefully managed combination of restricted food and growth hormones. And Oshin is not always gentle, and his parents don't always cope serenely.
1: So you just say um, you just ignore it, it's supposed to a certain extent he'll run off into another room and if it's very bad you say hey, Oshin, go back up to your room, do your crying and when you're finished come down. And he could come down sometimes with a smiley face and you're there completely and utterly frustrated and you're it could be f- something out of nothing it could, there could be people around maybe it could be um, at lunch time when you're in the middle of something you may be trying to feed and the other lads might be looking for something and he's after setting off and you're left there and you're Jesus you're just ready just to freak out yourself and just really let him have it like because he comes home with this big happy face in him and it's all forgotten and that is the thing that probably frustrates me more than anything else that he can switch so fast and draw a tantrum and then he can switch back probably even, nearly even faster and it's all happy and he's he seems to be happy with you and he's happy with the lads and he's happy with himself and he toddles off goes out playing or he might say I, I'm going out doing a bit of farming out with his tractors
3: Hoseen has thought yet Rory and Tara and he will teach you patience acceptance you know And he's taught them frustration and he's taught them anger. What has he taught me? What has he taught me? I'm stronger than I thought it would be. He has taught me kind of a love that's oh it's so hard to explain.
2: The Prada Willy Association Ireland organises one social meeting and one conference a year to support families with children and adults who have Prada Willy.
3: Actually, one of my first ever meetings, Oshin was only six months old, and it was our first time leaving him, so we'd left him with my sister. And me and myself had gone to our first kind of parliamentary conference. The first thing we went to was a party. You know, Shane was with us and that wasn't too bad. But then we went to a conference and it was all about... At the time, they were fighting for residential homes. And I couldn't even consider it in my own head. So it was a very tough day for us. But we were in the pub, in the bar that night and we were trying to parents. And some of them were lovely and give us tips and, you know... And then we met this one guy who was having an awful... Particularly awful time with his son.
0: <clears throat>
3: and he described how he had to pin him down on the floor... And because he had, he was going to attack his wife, so the boy's mother, his own mother, and he had to pin him down to the ground. And as he pinned him down, he kind of he, his hand got trapped underneath him, so he was biting at his hand. And he said it turned into a big physical wrestling match. So his wife was trying to pull him them apart. So the two of them just got out of the room and closed the door. Now I was sitting there like, and. I just started crying, and he said, "Look, Sherry, you'll come to accept it when it happens." And I said, "No, I won't." I said, "I'll never accept my husband and my son fighting like I just." But what what struck me about it was it had become his normality. But sometimes challenging behavior, you know? Obviously, that's extreme and it's physical and it's you know. But he, as he said, it, it was it was it would happen on time from time to time. Like there are some days here that you wouldn't have to say a word to a she you wouldn't have to deal with anything. And then there are some days when I just say a tree, he just gets up out of bed and that's just the way he's going to be for the day. He'll cry after his breakfast. Somebody will take something off him and he'll cry. He might do something himself and feel very sorry for it and he'll cry. And it can go on and on and on for the day. And they're the days that I pray for bedtime.
0: He usually gets cross when it doesn't really go his way and when things go wrong, like when me and Tara fight and then more me and Tara fight and they, they do fight it, but gets really, You see, he can't control his temper. Why is that? It's because he has power to Willie.
2: And is that hard for you? Yeah, it's quite hard. And do you think it's hard for O'Sheen? Yeah, really hard. Here we are having lunch with the O'Neills on an ordinary weekend. On the surface, this is just another family meal. And like many parents, Anne and Ray are telling one son that he has to eat his dinner if he wants his yogurt. But they also have to manage another son with Prada willi syndrome, who is given small portions of certain foods only. Today, O'Sheen goes to the fridge to get his diet yogurt as normal, but instead takes a different one. <laughs>
3: We have it clear, Roshi, would you not
0: we mm-hmm. know it's a joyous one I think I'm a Well, she, mm-hmm. that's the to have you joyous mm-hmm. Up to your room. OK, I'll
2: No,
3: no, she's no, no, <laughs> there. up to your room. and don't come down till you're finished. Machine. OK,
0: I'm
3: sorry. I know you're sorry. And I know it's hard. And I know you can't help it. OK. And it's not your fault. But it's not my fault either. And it's not Daddy's fault. That's not your father. But okay? when you get cross and like that and show us we have to control your mood. Oh my god. Okay. More to make more to me. me. Alright. Got a best outfit and
0: we go.
2: Twenty sixth, Oisin goes to Kilcredan National School where he's in second class. Which one's
0: the twenty sixth?
2: This is his younger brother Rory explaining what it is that Oisin gets up to when he's there. And does Oisin mm. go to school? Yes. Where does he go to school?
0: Um, in Butegal. Let's see. And what does he do? Um... Just homework. Does he? No playing. No playing? Mm-mm. But I do play in school. Do you? Mm.
3: My name is Sheila Hayes, and I'm a special needs assistant here in the school. I help um, O'Sheen. He's into routine in a big way. He knows in the morning, first thing, he goes to resource. When he comes to Miss Higgins, he comes back. He knows... After a little bit of work, it's lunchtime. Look
0: at it again. And, and good boy. This one? And three. At. Uh, four. Four, yeah, good boy. This one over here just for a minute. I'll go over it again. This one?
3: No. But he likes to know what's kind of coming in advance and he likes to know when his lunches are happening, uh, you know, if there's an interruption, if there's something different. He might, we could have tears. We could be crying for a little while, and but that has improved a lot as well. Yeah. You can write your name. Look, write your name up there, Oisin.
0: Goodbye. Bye. Yeah.
2: It. Bye. Excellent. Yeah. Oisin finds it hard to concentrate for long periods, and so to give him a break, Sheila takes him to the exercise room. Starting with the trampoline, she helps O'Sheen work on his motor skills. Oh, well done, isn't it? Fantastic. to fall bridge. Another aspect of O'Sheen's syndrome is that he finds change very difficult to cope with. The daily routine of school helps... And Anne and Ray are careful not to promise O'Sheen anything that is uncertain. But they also pick their fights and don't give O'Sheen a hard time about needing his quilt perfectly straight or his books in a straight line before he goes to sleep. These behaviours are linked with O'Sheen's tenacious hold on the literal. Which one came out first? This one. Ah, I can see another one coming through. Then this one. Then this one can follow... this is what happened when his six-year-old sister, Gráinne, lost a tooth. It's very busy, isn't it, in your mouth? Yes. Is there a lot going on? Yes. Do you want to say goodbye?
3: Yes. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bonnie came down and she goes, I lost a tooth. And he said, where did you lose it? But she had it in her hand and he couldn't understand why she kept saying, I lost my tooth. He said, it's in your hand. I said, oh, yeah, but I lost my tooth. And she was so excited. And I didn't want to break the momentum for her. Like. And he said, Mammy, her tooth is in her hand. I said, I know. But she, when she says she lost it... Me, it fell out so say, she, say it fell out so Grainne said yeah I lost my tooth he said say it fell out and I knew that he was going to go berserk because she wasn't getting it right so I said Grainne your tooth fell out yeah she lost a tooth and she was just saying it naturally like. and I said to myself God, do I really have to give out to Grainne because I knew if I didn't keep here, her she would have a heart attack. so I said Oisín it's just the way she says it. She knows she has the tooth in her hand. She knows she really didn't lose it. But when a tooth falls out, that's what sometimes what people say that they lost the tooth. It's stupid, he said it's in her hand.
2: I said no, she. Splash, 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 splash,
3: splash, mm-hmm. splash, splash. I was taking a bath. Mm-hmm. Got it, baby. Mm-hmm.
2: Got it. Making a documentary about a child with special needs inevitably invites you to focus on difficulty and challenge, but this isn't the most important thing about this family. It is the pleasure taken in the rough and tumble of family life, in the generous gesture, the wide listening and the time taken to discover all of their needs. Here, Ray has mended O'Shine's combine harvester.
1: I yesterday. And I think Shock coming. Justin said they're living on the corner. Maybe we left the last thing to leave as Emmett is ready for all. Haha! I'm ready for the world. <laughs> Daddy, can I take me back? you want
0: know me here. Over, yeah. over to that counter, then i on the way back to my main door. We're left separately now, we
1: have
0: to get them to
3: buy. When you get
0: them
3: to buy, you'll
2: show okay? Get them to buy, by the I just wanted you to tell me about what you used to eat before you had O'Sheen. Ah. <sighs> Was for the days
1: they weren't really, we never oh, they were, yeah. Uh, we, we never were. really picked it, no, we never really, we weren't ones for messaging food at all.
3: Really, there was a press up there, see, it's so long now, I doesn't remember. It used to be full of like chocolate for me because I love chocolate. Like, I remember frantically clearing out that press and like we were so strict in ourselves. And sure, she was only a baby, why we were so strict, I'm not really sure now. We, we sta- just wanted we to start as like, yeah. we meant to go on, yeah. But we would always give to ourselves a treat on a Friday. And I scoured the shops for the biggest, chocolate, gooeyest thing that could last the longest for a Friday. Treat Friday, way. Treat Friday, and we still call it Treat Friday.
2: I met O'Sheen's mother Anne nine years ago, but it was another year before I heard that she'd had a baby. Armed with a card and a gift, I drove over to congratulate her on becoming a mum. I'm invited in, and Anne tells me, matter-of-factly, that her little boy has a genetic disorder, before handing him to me and disappearing to make tea. I peered down at this tiny bundle of life and wondered at what extraordinary moment I had stumbled upon. Before I started making this documentary, I thought I knew all about Prada-Willi syndrome and about the challenges that Anne and Ray face daily. But I didn't. What I've learnt is that even when a child with this syndrome is managed with exemplary care, it's still extraordinarily hard. I've heard stories that I've never heard and seen what daily hard work it takes not just to manage O'Sheen but to keep a hold of the ease and pleasure of family life.
1: I suppose, to date, no Prado Willie kid is living independently, so it's probably anonymous that he's going to be in residential care at some stage. It the cut-off point, almost seems to be kind of late teens, kind of 17, 18, 19... A lot of them don't seem to go beyond that because they're supposed to get more independent. They're getting bigger and harder to to deal with and to control. It's something that's probably going to happen, but for now, while we still haven't for easy eight now, give it another ten years, will he still be with us in ten years? I don't know. Let's hope. Let's hope he will with for a lot more than ten years, but we'll probably try and do the best we can for him. And obviously the best we can from outside of that. I mean, if, if it's best for him to stay here at home with us, well, so be it. But if it's not, I suppose like that now when we'll get to that stage, the lads will be all that older as well. They'll be all in their teens. Uh, they'll be towing and flying and, you know, I suppose we have to think about our other kids as well, as well as him. You can't have one child dictating a house either. He's a funny little chap. He's a funny little chap. Oh, he's a funny little chap, alright. Gotta love him, boy, you gotta love him. Um.
3: was born there was a song constantly on the radio and it was Are You Ready For Love and above everything else and beyond everything else and I know this documentary Hope doesn't come across as oh our lives are so hard because we have a child a proud of it because it's not it's just our lives but I suppose when you're speaking about it everything comes out and maybe you focus on the negative a bit but that song sums up pushy because If you're ready for me, if you're ready for Oisheen, that's what you get, and you get it every day. And you get the other side of it too, but are you ready for love? I remember sitting inside in the little glass room, he was a tiny baby with a tube up his nose, and the song came on. I said, you know what, Oisheen, that's going to be your song, because I'm ready for you, and I know that's what you're going to give. And that's what he's given, eight years. So that's it, That's that's our summing up. Thanks.
0: Ireland. Ireland. Then they got a. Soda. The soda. And we answer Ireland.
2: That was peacefully, Shane. It's a great song.